Recapture your childhood with Mary Mac Bakehouse's newest oat bran muffin mix, PB&J. Vanilla oat bran muffins with peanut butter chips and strawberry jammy bits. Available now on MerryMacPodcast.com. They're nostalgia-licious. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Well, we haven't had a bunt cake in a while, so I thought, hey, let's do a bunt cake. Because we all know how much I love them. Love a bunt cake. And I love my new bunt cake pan that I got for Christmas. Not this last Christmas, but the Christmas before. It is an enameled bunt pan. And it is the best. The cake comes right out. It cleans up really easy. I will get the brand name and put a picture up on my Facebook page for everyone so you can see what it is. But I think my husband got it from Amazon.com. It is sold by a Pittsburgh-based company. And it's a, it's the best, it's probably the best baking pan that I've ever used for that type of a use. It it cleans up great, works great. So I'll get that information to you, but this cake popped right out of it. So um, I think you might like to have that pan if you like to make bunt cakes. Today's bunt cake is the, I'm calling it a banana split bunt cake. When I originally found this recipe, If you've listened to the podcast, you know that what I do a lot of times, if I find a recipe that I want to try and then it doesn't work, I try to fix it to make it work. And this was one of those recipes. It looked like a really good recipe. It was a banana pineapple butt cake. And it looked like a really different, interesting flavor-wise cake. And I thought, oh, that'd be really good. And then I made it and it was like, oh, it was so much banana. It was just way too much banana, and it was like almost wet inside, just too too dense and, and uh, uh, just too much. So I thought, eh, maybe I'll cut back on the banana, cut back on the pineapple just a little bit, a little less moisture in it, and do something kind of fun with it. So um, what I decided to do, I altered it a little bit, and then I put a ring of chopped strawberries in the middle of the cake, and it's really good. It, it works really well. It's very tasty. And you get the banana flavor, you get that banana background flavor, you get the pineapple flavor, you get the strawberry flavor. And then we put a white chocolate ganache and a dark chocolate ganache on it also instead of an icing or a powdered sugar or something like that. It's just really good, very flavorful. So that's what I call it, the banana split butt cake. Since I fixed it and I changed it and now it's mine. (laughs) So here we go. Um, You're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees and put your rack in the lower middle of the oven. You're going to mix your dry ingredients in one bowl, your wet ingredients in another bowl, and then blend them together at the end. So here we go. Three cups of flour, lightened up like we talked about, stirred around a little bit to lighten it up and then measure it. Two cups of regular sugar, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of baking powder, three large eggs, one cup of ripe banana mashed well. So by ripe banana, for people who don't make banana bread or banana things often, is this regular ripe or overripe? One cup of nearly rotten banana. Okay. (laughs) Smashed well. (laughs) Like a banana bread banana. When you can barely get the peel off of it because it's so brown and deflated. That kind of a banana. That's the banana we're looking for. One cup or one eight-ounce can of crushed pineapple and some juice with it. 
a half cup of canola oil, two teaspoons of vanilla, and you can use the rum vanilla in this. We made rum the uh, we made vanilla with white rum, if you remember, a while back. That particular rum is also very good in this recipe. It adds just another little tiny flavor element to it. Very good. And one cup of fresh chopped strawberries. Would the bourbon vanilla be good in this? I don't know. It might be with the, it might be. It might be a little, sometimes bourbon vanilla can be really strong in something like this, but it might be good. We should, I'll have to try that the next time Mm -hmm. and maybe leave the strawberries out. Maybe do something like. Because it it would probably be good with the banana and the chocolate, but I don't know if it would mix well with strawberry. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe do something like a, uh, a sour dark cherries, a row of sour dark cherries might be good with the bourbon. I'll have to try that. That's Mm. a kink for another podcast. We'll have to make up a different name for that one. I don't know what we'll call it, but. (laughs) Okay. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to mix your flour, sugar, salt, baking powder in a bowl. Set aside. Then you're going to beat your three eggs well. Add your one cup of very ripe banana. Here's a little tip that I did too. When I get bananas and they're very ripe and I'm going to freeze them, what I do is I mash them in a bowl, measure them out by a cup, put them in a freezer bag and seal them. And then mark the bag one cup of smashed banana. Because number one, you'll never remember what that icky looking stuff is in that bag if you don't (laughs) mark it one cup of smashed ripe banana. And number two, it's it's usually, most recipes call for a cup of banana. So it's the perfect amount. And then you can free, you can flatten that bag out and freeze them flat. They're pretty thin. You can put a bunch of them in the freezer and then you're all set. So sometimes like if you see bananas on sale at the grocery store that are very ripe, you know, and you're like, who would buy those? You could buy those and have them all ready to go for banana muffins or banana cupcakes or this delicious banana split cake. So there you go. Okay, so you're going to add, you're going to take your uh, three eggs, one cup of banana, one cup of pineapple, smashed pineapple, crushed pineapple, whatever. Um, (laughs) Same difference almost. Half a cup of canola oil, two teaspoons of vanilla, and mix that up in a bowl, the wet ingredients separately. Have your strawberries cleaned, dried, and chopped and ready to go. Now, grease and flour your bunt pan. Don't go too heavy on the flour because sometimes you can get, you know, it's you want your flour to be spread out in the bunt pan on the grease, but not like really heavy. So make sure you tap out the extra. Okay. Get your pan ready. Now you're going to pour your wet ingredients into your dry ingredients and mix just until it's blended. Don't over mix it. Just mix it up like you're mixing up a muffin, you know, whip it up in there, but don't go crazy on it. Okay. And then you're going to pour about half of it into your bunt pan and then very carefully make a line of strawberries, chopped strawberries, right around the middle of that batter. And then very carefully spoon the rest of your batter over your chopped strawberries to kind of keep them in the middle. You want to keep them in the middle of the cake and cover them so they don't get you know too close to the outside or inside, which is a trick, but you'll be onto it. It's that simple. Put it into your oven and bake for about an hour. I think mine took like 55 minutes last night. You test it with a toothpick. It's a little tricky because of the strawberries, but just kind of pick a spot and stick your toothpick in there and it should come out, you know, with crumbs on it or just no wet batter. Okay. Now you want to put it on a cooling rack when you take it out of the oven and cool it in the pan for 15 minutes. 
Once it's set for 15 minutes, very carefully put your cooling rack on top of the cake pan, flip it over, and then let the cake just fall out of the pan onto the rack, which it will if you use the pan that I used. <laughs> okay, now um, you want to let it finish cooling on the rack. When it's cool, mix up your ganache. So for the white chocolate, I put the dark chocolate on. I put one of them on first and one of them on second. I can't remember what I did. I put the dark chocolate first. That's as what long I did. as they're both on there, oh doesn't really gosh. matter. I put the dark chocolate on first and I just drizzled it back and forth the whole way around the cake. And then I put the white chocolate on second. So for the dark chocolate, you need six ounces or one cup of dark chocolate chips and two tablespoons of heavy cream. And then I just, I don't usually do this, but I was kind of in a hurry last night. You can melt this either in the microwave or you can melt it on top of warm water, which it melts pretty quick on top of warm water. I was in a hurry last night, so I did it in the microwave. So I put what? it. In, I, I, this is this is heresy. Listen, I was you tired. just talked about how you never so, you're never supposed to do that in a very recent episode. I'm sorry, I was just very lazy last night and I was tired. I usually do. I usually get a pan of simmering water and set a glass bowl on top and put the chips in it because they melt so easily. And I usually don't even recommend melting them in the microwave because a lot of times when you melt chocolate in the microwave, it overheats it. And it gets really gritty and grainy and terrible. So what I was going to say is, I did do it in the microwave because I was feeling very tired and lazy last night. And I just wanted to finish this cake up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I did it for like 15 seconds and then checked it. And what I typically do, if I have to do something like this in the microwave, is I'll just do it. I'll heat it in the microwave for like 15 seconds and then maybe 10 seconds in a glass measuring cup. Because the glass will warm up and then you can just let it sit there and it will finish melting the chocolate chips and you just have to stir it. So I did that. I did my chocolate and then I glazed the chocolate onto the cake and then I did the white chocolate and the white chocolate you use only a half a cup of white chips and one tablespoon of heavy cream. White chocolate chips for some reason. I recommend if you're going to make a white chocolate ganache, use a good quality chip like Nestle's or Hershey's chips and not a store brand chip because a lot of times when you melt white chocolate, it gets so runny that you can't do anything with it. So I recommend using a good quality white chip. And then I just um, also did that, the same thing, 15 seconds in a glass measuring bowl and let it melt. And then I drizzled that onto the cake. And then you have to let that set up and it takes it a little while. Once that's set up, you can slice and serve and it's a tasty cake. And as, as I've said before, uh, many times on these bunt cake recipes, bunt cakes are the best cake. They travel really well. They fit right into a cake, uh, cake storage container, um, which I also, that's another tip I was going to say. Cake storage containers are like the best thing. A plastic cake storage container, because you can use it for anything. You can mix bread dough up in it because it's actually doubles as a giant bowl. So you can use it as a giant bowl with a lid. You can put a pie in them. You can put a cake in them. I currently, uh, I couldn't use my cake holder because I have pancake mix in it right now. See, <laughs> but so now I have a big upside down, uh, one of my big mixing bowls on top of the cake to keep it fresh <laughs> instead of in its cake holder. Uh, but that's how life goes sometimes. But anyway, if you want to get yourself a very versatile thing, get yourself a nice plastic Rubbermaid cake storage thingy 
They make a lot of nice ones anymore. Rubbermaid makes a real nice one. You can use that to serve and store your cake. You can use it to, to store all kinds of things. Get yourself a nice enameled bunt pan and make some bunt cakes because they're, they're fun and delicious. And you can put a little potted plant in them and take them to a, a party at a Greek person's house if you get invited. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's an added pro tip. Inside joke time there. <laughs> my, big, my big fat Greek wedding joke. I am pretty sure we've covered that in every single book. I know, I love it. We'll have to listen back to make sure that we hit it in every one. Maybe we'll have to edit it in if we missed one. Favorite movie quotes. Favorite movie quotes. That's like my favorite one. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a cake. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's such a wonderful movie. I love it so much. But anyway, there's another butt cake for you. I keep saying... Bunt cakes are going to be the next big thing. We'll have to see. I was right about Jello. I was right about Jello salads mm-hmm. there for a while ago, a few years back. You do like big buns <laughs> and cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. <laughs> it's bunt pun bunt panorama. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. And don't forget, since March is here, we're going to be open the first Saturday of every month at Standing Chimney in New Galilee, Pennsylvania. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.